Here's a theme song, you know it's not a mean song It's a good song, just as it should song American Brews and Tunes Shibbity-beeby-dow! Oh my god Day bow bow Day bow bow that I know that song from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, that's that's the Ferris Bueller's thing. I I don't think it's from anything else. Well, if it is from something no, else, then I mean it's a song, right? Like it's just a song too, isn't it? Or is it think, literally just from that movie? Um, I think it's just from that movie. It's, I mean, I always thought it was like written for that, unless they like just took a, an existing song, chopped it up, and put it throughout Ferris Bueller like a ton of times. I don't know. I would always, I mean, I just assumed, I guess, that it was from, that it was an actual song, but who knows? I don't know. I just remember it pops up all over the time. And it, it also does, pops yeah. up on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, but they're referencing the song. Oh, okay. I gotta so look that up sometime. Yeah. Another um, time, though. <laughs> another time, yeah. Not during this podcast. Well, it is music related, so maybe another time on this podcast. Maybe. <laughs> A different episode, maybe. though. <laughs> maybe we'll have an episode about. Songs in movies or something like that. Specifically that song. Day bow bow. Anyways, this is American Brews and Tunes. Heck yeah. My name is Stephen Johnston. And my name is Jesse Titus. Um, as everybody already knows, since we referenced it last episode, Jesse is going to be reviewing an album that I recommended for him a long, long time ago. Yeah, it's uh, from a very long time ago. Um, it is the album Pretty Buff by the band Angel Dust, except the S is a dollar sign. Like Angel Dust chinked. <laughs> exactly like that. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm curious to hear what you have to about. say. Yeah, that's what we'll be talking about music-wise today. Um, and then it is still January, so we here at American Brews and Tunes are doing Dry January. And we have another mystery beverage to enjoy today. It is a mystery beverage. And it's, I'd say, ever so slightly related to uh, last week's um, non-alcoholic beverage, which, as we all know, is tea. Yes. This week we have kom- kombucha? Kombucha, yeah. Kombucha, kombucha. I always pronounce it kombucha, but I do believe it's kombucha. I mean, it it is spelled K-O-M-bucha. B-U-C-H-A. Yes. So, I don't know. Maybe it's kombucha, maybe it's kombucha. Who knows? Doesn't Uh, matter. Somebody knows, just just not us. Yeah, not us. And I'm not going to look up a uh, phonetic... Uh, correction right now I'll just we'll just go with whatever you say first whatever pops into your mind yeah it's all good Um, now I haven't had kombucha in a very long time so we'll see we'll see what this tastes like yeah Um, I'll I'll get I'll get some every so often from Target they they always seem to have some fun varieties Um, yeah and well to be honest whenever I hear the word kombucha the first thing I think of is the song Sugar by System of a Down Okay. And I doubt that rings a bell for you. No, it doesn't. Um, but it was their, I think it was the first like big single off their debut album. Uh, I think it was the self-titled album. I can't remember what that one's called. But uh, the first line is, The kombucha mushroom people. 
<laughs> and I was like, mushroom people. Yeah, I was like, what right. in the world? That um, sounds interesting. But I was looking up kombucha, and like some people do call it like a mushroom tea or like some kind of mushroom. And specifically, what kombucha is, from my understanding, is it's a tea that has active bacteria culture in it, uh, and it's fermented. Yes. And um, you can add juice, or you can add herbs, or you can add all kinds of things, but essentially it's a fermented tea with active uh, bacteria culture. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's my understanding as well. Um, I don't know. There's like the last one that I had, it has kind of like a... Like a really earthy kind of taste, and like yeah. normally, normally uh, they'll have like fruit juice in them mm-hmm. or whatever else to make to kind of offset that bitterness. Yeah, for uh, sure. I mean, I've had ones, ones that, that, were, that are good. Yeah, I've had sweet ones, fruity ones, tart ones, uh, funky ones. I'm um, kind of yeah. like across the board. Uh, but today, I have one from some company called GTS. Yeah, Synergy. Yep, uh, I it's got a, one from them too. Pretty what common. Flavor? I got gingerberry. Okay, I got golden pineapple. Ah, so close. Um, whenever I go to the store, there's usually like three or four different brands, um, and this was there. I almost got one from, and I'm drawing a blank on the name, but it was it was like a mojito style one, where it was like mint, coconut, and oh, that um, good. lime or whatever the heck's in a mojito. Um, and I thought about yeah, it, but lime. I was like. I, I could, I'm good. I, I, ginger sounds good. I'll go with that. Yeah. Um, I saw a ginger one as well, and I thought about getting that one. But then I was like, you know what? I want something sweet. So I went with pineapple. We'll see I think that's good a good choice. Um, um, so in mine, uh, there's GT's kombucha, which I guess is their, what's in there is their kombucha culture, black tea, green tea, and kiwi mm-hmm. juice. In mine, Same with way. me. Same with and me. Then pineapple juice. Lemon juice, sage, and 100% pure love. The only similarity between yours and mine after the the uh, actual kombucha is the 100% pure love. Yeah. <laughs> mine ventures off What's and I have blue, blueberry juice and fresh pressed ginger juice. So literally it's just blueberry and ginger. Wow. With a whole lot of love. With a whole lot of love. A whole lot of love. It doesn't say um, organic love though, so I don't know. Yeah, well, it says that it's organically produced, but the well, little asterisk is not yeah. by the pure love. So, um, I don't know. That's a little questionable that, if you ask me, JK. Let's say yeah, we... Uh, what, is this? what is this, some synthetic love in this? Come on. <laughs> I mean, for all we know, it really is, uh, but yeah. <laughs> who's to say? Not me. Let's uh, see if these make any noise when we crack open these uh, bottles with a twist top. Mine had just a, the tiniest... Oh, it's got that little bit of Ooh, yeah, it mist smells, coming out of the top. It smells like dirt. Mine doesn't smell like dirt, but it well, it, it doesn't it smell smells like berry, dirt. berry-y, and then there's something like tart to the smell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's a good way to put it. It's like a sour smell. It's a funk. It's it's not like sour it's, like it's warheads. Funky. It's funky. Yeah, funky it's is funky the best word to sour. describe. Uh, let's say we give this a, a the one to old uh, shibbity boo. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> As we always say on uh, American Brews and Tunes. Clink. Down the mushroom hatch. Ooh. Mm. Delicious. Whoa, it's tart. <laughs> oh, Slightly, man. yes. 
slightly carbonated, yeah, a little bit tart. I think the uh, the pineapple juice in mine is really helping with that tartness. Mm. That's not bad. It's pretty tasty. I do. I really now, enjoy a tart blueberry, and I think the blueberries here, in here are tart because it's not covering up any of the tartness from the kombucha. But I love it because I love tart. Oh, it's making my mouth pucker. And there's a nice little bit of ginger on the uh, on the, the tail end there. Nice. Now, what do you think the uh, well on the, on this bottle it says nine billion living probiotics. What are probiotics? Do you know off the top of your head? I mean, I don't know. I don't know the actual definition, but probiotics are supposed to support gut health, and that kind of comes in in hand in hand with the active cultures, the active bacterial cultures, which you get in yogurt a lot as well, especially like oh, Greek yogurt. Okay. Yeah. Um. So that it's supposed to be good for digestion. Okay. Well, that's, that's what good. The, that's what they tell us. That's good. I mean, I could always use help with digestion, so... Oh, samesies. Hmm. But you know what also helps with digestion? Being hydrated. So this is like a win-win. Yeah, because there's... Well, there's no water in it, but it's just like... Does this hydrate you? Well, there is water. Uh, inside the black tea that's brewed, it has oh, water. Oh, yeah, I suppose, yeah. True, true, true. True, 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 true. Of course there's wonder... water. It is weird that they don't actually say water in the tea, because... That is the most basic of ingredients. Now, I wonder if there's caffeine in this. It doesn't... I looked at the bottle, and it doesn't say anywhere that there's caffeine in it. If there's black tea, then there's caffeine. Well, it says black tea and green tea. But um, nowhere it does it say... I wonder if it's because it's fermented. Could I be. I wonder if there's no caffeine. It uh, doesn't say there's caffeine. It's also not the main ingredient, so I don't think... Like, the black tea's not the main one, so I don't think it's... It's not as it probably won't be as pronounced, is my yeah. guess, as if you were drinking like a straight cup of strong black tea. Yeah, pretty good well, though. I'm, I like this. Either way, if you yeah, hear me, I like, I like mine too. If you hear me going ooh throughout the podcast, it's because it's real tart. Is it because it's tart? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll try to keep that down, but you never know what what will come through. Okay. Um, well, what do you say we move on to the music? I say, okay. Okay. Uh, so the band is Angel Dust. Ooh! Ooh! All right, just one <laughs> for fun. The, and the album is Pretty Buff. Yes, the, it is. Uh, the album artwork is like this weird-looking animal. I think I it's guess. a do- I think it's a dog. <clears throat> oh my gosh! Excuse me. Was Oof. that a belch? Yeah, that was a belch. It sounded like it came. It sounded like it came from deep within. It did come from deep within. <laughs> Um, so anyway, enough about gas. Yeah, uh, but it, it's uh, a dog on the cover because he's he has some songs, I believe, that yeah. reference the dog, right? Yeah, yeah. One of the last songs, he says, I like my dog mm-hmm. in rock and roll. Um, anyway, so the band Angel Dust is a combination of a couple different members from different bands. Yeesh. The band's Trapped Under Ice and Turnstile. Dope. And um, at least for right now, the current members are Justice Trip. Oh yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what band he is from. Trapped Under Ice. Okay, Trapped Under Ice. Uh, he does lead vocals and guitar. Mm-hmm. And then Pat McCrory. I believe he's in Turnstile. Okay. 
He does lead guitar and some backup vocals. Uh-huh. Daniel Fang, which is a cool-ass name. He plays drums in Turnstile and played bass in Diamond Youth. And he plays drums in this band. Uh-huh. And then Brendan Yates, who Brendan plays, Yates. I assume, the bass... Yeah, that or, backing vocals. or guitar. He he's or the rhythm guitar. singer from Turnstile and drummer from Diamond Youth. Oh, okay, it's just a, a hodgepodge from all these bands. Yeah, it's a it's a hodgepodge from all these bands. And as I've learned after listening to this album, I kind of like whatever they do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like most of the most of the things they do, I like. I think they have some eclectic tastes that they channel into these different groups. Yeah, it, it kind of seems like that. Mm-hmm. Um, on that, uh, well, before we get to that, uh, Pretty Buff is their third album, and they have one that they released in 2021 called Yak, a collection of truck songs. What a strange title! Yeah, and that's their uh, that's their most recent one. So this mm-hmm. is their third uh, studio release. Um, the whole general sound of the album is kind of like lo-fi punk rock or like lo-fi rock mm-hmm. um, i'd say i'd say so let heavy acoustic guitars when you don't expect it yeah uh most of the album is acoustically driven uh with a little bit of like electric lead and rhythm guitar sprinkled in mm-hmm. like throughout the album and for being like an acoustically driven album it's most of the time like a full drum kit and full production and everything it's just an interesting choice yeah. And there, are, there's also a lot of like little auxiliary percussion type things. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I think uh, a lot of that, that they have around there too. I'm pretty sure I mentioned to you this before, but it was produced by Will Yip. He he's done a lot yeah. of like uh, Menzingers and all, all kinds of really good stuff. But he always likes to add a lot of auxiliary percussion and like uh, tambourines and wood blocks in particular. Yeah, there there in this uh, in the, on the, this album there are like you know that one. Uh, that thing that you hold like a handle, it's like a metal handle, and there's like a block, or like a wooden sphere at the top that you hit, and it yep. makes like a yes. sound. Yeah, like there's that. There's like, I think there's like bells, there's like a xylophone, I think, in this. It's pretty extensive. A bunch of different stuff. Yeah, yeah it's a pretty, pretty extensive sound. Um, and for mostly being acoustic, it actually, like, like the sound is pretty full. On the whole album. Yeah, as opposed to like other acoustic uh, endeavors, which are sometimes like real stripped back singer songwriter stuff. Yeah, yep, exactly. Yeah. Um, there's also some saxophone. Oh, yeah. Which I really like on this album. Um, right. So, anything else? Um, I, my experience with this band uh, is I didn't know who they were, and then they opened up for Pup. And I was seeing them with our buddy Sam, and he's like, oh, there's dudes from Turnstile and Trapped Under Ice in this band. I was like, what? I like those bands. Nice. Uh, and then they were really good live, so I was like, I gotta check these guys out. Nice. Um, much awesome. more, uh, like, electric-driven live. Like, it's just like a straight, like, punk with a little bit of hardcore influence, almost. So, okay. when I actually listened to the studio recordings, I was like, whoa, this is very different from what I heard live. <laughs> Oh, okay, so live, they actually do play, like, electric mostly. Yeah, and it's much more high energy than, than the uh, studio albums would lead you to believe. Okay, that's actually really cool. I thought I so, too. I had, no, I, I had no idea that they uh, 
that live they played electric. That's sweet. They beef it up. Yeah. And you know what? That's not fair. Because I want to listen to that. <laughs> well, I think they, they tour pretty regularly. Okay. But anyway, yeah. track number one is called No Fair. <laughs> uh, uh, classic segue. <laughs> yeah, classic segue. I don't think it's fair. fair. I don't think it's fair. fair. I don't, I think, don't it's think it's fair. Good intro. Yeah, it is a good intro. It starts off like kind of slow, strumming, acoustic, and then there's like some, like I said, there's auxiliary percussion, and there's also like a really nice kind of like slightly overdriven lead guitar line that comes in on this song too. Yes. Um, a lot of the songs, the lyrics aren't very clear, and they're not like really. Uh, they're not extensive. Any- uh, they're vague. They're brief, and it's yeah. just. Yeah, it, it, it's hard to derive too much meaning out of a lot of them. Yeah, it doesn't... Uh, it seems like... I think this song is... He doesn't think it's fair. Yeah, and it's super repetitive throughout the album, like the lyrics. So if you were yeah. to like, look at the like lyric booklet, it would be like two or three sentences long. It's, it's next to nothing. It's just these short little phrases that they, they like just do a bunch of times. Yeah, now I will say... One of the lines in this song, he says, I don't think it's fair that you got to go. So I guess he doesn't think it's fair that somebody has to go somewhere or leave or something like that. Yeah, I'd agree. Maybe that's his dog. Maybe. Maybe it is. Oh, maybe it's from the perspective of his dog. Could be. I did read somewhere that was about a dog who passed away. So maybe oh, that. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I that. don't. I don't remember how true that is or not, though, so I'd have to uh, look that back up. Okay. Um, so the track number two is a, a bit of a change of pace. It's a lot faster. Um, it's called Big Ass Love. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, and I think, like, the beginning of this song, it's I feel like it's a slightly overdriven electric guitar. Like it doesn't sound like an acoustic guitar to me. I agree. I I, I think it's it's probably uh, just a little bit of overdrive, just just enough to keep it from being clean. Yep. And I mean, man, I also don't really know what this song's about. <laughs> he says, "I think you found a big ass love." Oh yeah, do do do. It's so catchy though. It's like yeah, all the all the melodies that they have on this album are super catchy. Like really poppy, and uh, but yeah, the lyrics don't really seem to have a whole lot of meaning to me anyway. Yeah, not that we can, not that I can pick up on somebody finding a big ass love. Yeah, but every time um, I hear this song, it makes me want to dance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of their songs are very dance worthy for sure. Oh, Even yeah. if it's just a two step, you could do two steps or three steps. Yeah, or maybe even five. Or if you're tired, just one. <laughs> just a one step. Just, or even just, just tap your toes. Just sway. That's fine. Yeah, just sway a little bit. Yeah. Um, track number three. I like this song quite a bit. Uh, it's called On My Way. Oh, uh, yeah, this is a good one. This song really reminds me of like a Blink-182 song. For some reason. I could see that. I, I think other than the bridge... 
Yeah, other than the bridge, for sure. Because the bridge um, seems like, like a like a straight out of like the hardcore playbook, like for a breakdown. But it's with with these lighter, overdriven, and like maybe an acoustic guitar thrown in. There. It's just a weird vibe. Yeah, but but really cool. But I I, I see um, what you mean about the Blink One Eighty Two. Specifically, uh, his voice reminds me of Mark Hoppus for some reason on this song. Okay, only, I can see that. Only on this song specifically, though. Yeah, like he's, none none of the other songs. I don't think he sounds like Mark Hoppus, but on this song, he he does. All right, fair enough. No idea why, but it just <laughs> just like the timbre of his voice on this song reminds me of him. He's got a really unique voice. It's it is and it is like in the lower like register timbre wise, not like that he sings like a bass, um, but it's yeah. just a little bit lower sounding. Like if you were to differentiate between Mark and Tom, it is more of a Mark. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It definitely is. Um, on to track number four. Uh, this kind of is another change of pace. Uh, the song is called Light Blue, and I like this song quite a bit. It's uh, It starts off a lot slower and calmer, and it seems to me that the melody kind of takes the front, like, front and center on this song. Whereas, like, before, like, the melody and the guitar and drums were all, like, kind of a cohesive unit. It's almost like the uh, instrumental parts are taking a... Oh, my gosh. A uh, back... <laughs> Uh, what was it called? A, uh, a backseat. Backseat to this song. I'd agree with you. And I wouldn't call this song a ballad, but it is kind of slower and less poppy than the other ones. Less yeah, bouncy, it's maybe. More, it's more ballady than yeah. the other songs, for sure. Um, and it seems to me that uh, it is a song about not knowing what to do Wait, what to do or want, but he you you know that you want to do something with a specific person. Like you yeah. wanna be with somebody. I mean that's more than and I ever they, got out of the song. Yeah, I don't know. There are I also don't some, know what you want. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I want, but you do 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 do, do, do. There are some do do do's in here too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Pretty super, cool. Super good song. and it is I think this song is a good change of pace. It is, yeah. Um, if it was that same kind of like faster drum beat, uh, guitar strums, it would uh, the album would get real stagnant pretty quick. Absolutely. So this is definitely a nice change of pace. Ooh. Um, uh, ooh. <laughs> I got another sip of the kombucha. Mm-hmm. I better take one, too. It's still just as tart as it was before. Mm. They must have used tart blueberries because blueberries can like they're like grapes. You can have like the tartest ones or the sweetest ones and everywhere in between, you know. Now, which one of them are the tart ones, the small ones or the the big fat ones? Um, I tend to uh, as blueberries, not grapes, correct? Yeah, blueberries. Yeah, I think the smaller ones are more on the tart side. Yeah, I think so too. But you can have bigger ones that are tart. But I think usually when you get to those bigger ones, they're they're on the sweeter uh, spectrum. What about the biggest ones? They're the sweetest. <laughs> the biggest and the sweetest. Just like track number five, biggest girl. <laughs> Come to find, she got a really big, big mind. Come to find, she got a really big. <laughs> Big, <laughs> 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 a funny song. Yeah, it's a really a super catchy song again. 
Um, and again, with the meaning of the song, <laughs> I mean, the lyrics are, come to find she's got a really big mind. I think it's mind anyway. Yeah. I didn't well, actually look it up. That's what I hear out of it. So, like, I don't know. You misjudge a person and then you come to find that she actually has a really big mind. Like, she's really smart or yeah. something. I don't I don't know if I don't the, really know. it was their intention, but you, you, like they're trying to like kind of like maybe like pull a fat like fast one, like trying to say like, oh she's got a big butt or something like that. Yeah, but nope, it's mind. But Get then your, you come to find she got a really big mind. Yeah, like maybe they're trying yeah. to pull a funny on you, and say maybe. Oh, she got a big mind and she's not just a a looker or something. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? It's um, a, it's a really catchy song though, and it's a pickup from the previous song for yeah. sure. It's a it's an extremely catchy song, which honestly most of these songs are. Yeah, there's not really any. I, I don't think there's much in the way of skipping on this album for me at least. Speaking of catchy songs, <laughs> uh, we get our first like kind of fast, like really fast song on the album. Uh, track number six is called "Push." Oh yeah, um, push it to the uh, limit. Yeah, it's literally about pushing it to the limit. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is really fast too. Get those nice it fast is, yeah. like punky drums. Yep. But track number seven, we get into my first like I guess recommendation. I'll say a recommendation. Oh. It's called Bang My Drum. <laughs> Weird song, but also catchy and a little bit of a change of pace with that yeah, extended intro and everything. It's uh yeah. The uh the beginning actually reminds me of like a the Beths song. Okay. I can see like, like the instrumental like a, intro. Yeah, like it has like a really kind of like light uh, lead guitar, like arpeggiated line, mm-hmm. and then like they they like strum the guitar on the down, like on the one of the measure, um, and then there's like almost like that the tom beat, the drums like just play like the toms, and it's like doom, and whenever it does come in. Like the the lyrics, like whenever the verse comes in, it really comes come in. Come on, come on, come on, bang my drum. <laughs> bang my yeah. drum. So catchy. Do, 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 do. And is this the saxophone song? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah, this is the first time that we're hearing the saxophone on the album, too. Right. That's what I thought from, from memory, at least. Um, as, far as, as far as what banging my drum means, uh, some of the lyrics are like, She's gone now, or she took my drum away, or something like that. So now I've got to bang my drum. Maybe bang my drum is a metaphor. I don't know. I don't know. But I think he's just it also, it going also for some good be, rhythms. It, yeah, it also could just literally be, I like to play the drums. Could be. <laughs> and that's pretty much it. Such a catchy song, though. It is. It is a very, very catchy song. I uh, love the saxophone in it, too. Same Z's. Uh, track number eight is called Let Me Know. And this is a, a song where the, the starting chord progression, I would say, sounds like a hardcore uh, chord progression. It's kind of like more minor sounding. And there are like some like half step down. Is it the um, one that goes dun? Kind of like that? No, it's the one that goes... It's one that goes. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I skipped a couple of songs. 
they're doing that little beat shuffling on the toms. Do 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 Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Tell me one and only. Yep. Um, and it seems like this song's about uh, wanting a girl to let you know if she's into you or something like that. From the start, it's a pretty, uh, pretty simple idea, but another, another really catchy song. Yeah, makes for an effective song for sure. Yeah. Um, track number nine is a song called "Want It All." That's and the song I was thinking of. Here's yeah, here's the song where they introduce like a new, a new feel as well. Just like uh, "Light Blue," introduced track number four introduced like a new type of feel, general feel to the song. Uh, they introduce like a new strumming pattern. It's a one and three and four and one and three and four and one and With- three and four and one. With that, like, strumming pattern and with the chord choices, it sounds, and I could be completely wrong with this, but it sounds like it's not 100% like a a Western pop song, like traditional chord structure, progression, and uh, um, uh, rhythm. Like, they're kind of pulling from yeah, some I other things that. a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. Just, um, just my two cents. Yeah, I mean, it definitely... That combined with like the melody and just how the whole song sounds together, it definitely doesn't sound like a normal pop song or normal uh, a normal chord progression that you're going to hear like in your top 40s hits. That's Agreed. Sure. And it definitely doesn't sound like anything else on this record. Yeah. Um, near the end of the song, they switch to 3-4 time for like 30 seconds. Oh, yeah. Which sounds really cool. Yeah, they switch to that and then go back to four four time for like the last measure of the of the song, um, which leads into track number ten called "Where I Am," which is another really fast song, or not maybe not really fast. I don't know if it's faster than uh, "Push," but, but it's definitely it's, faster uh, than the last song. Yeah, it's definitely faster than that. Do 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 do. Um, and I think I think the song Where I Am is a, kind of a song about being complacent and not really wanting to push yourself or not really wanting to change. Uh, he talks about I'm, he talks about like being content with like the feelings that he has right now or like not wanting to uh, either not wanting to change or not wanting to embrace change in a way. Yeah, makes that, I mean I, I get that out of there. Yeah. Um, track number 11 is uh, probably my, one of my least favorite songs on the album. I still like it, uh, but it's a track called Park. And there's, a, there's some pretty cool instrumental stuff at the end uh, where they kind of, I think this is a song they do like a kind of call and response type thing mm-hmm. where they like, uh, like, you know, like they strum the guitar and then they like, the drum does like a little beat, a measure of beat, and then they strum the guitar and then like the guitar. Like does a little, um, so that's a pretty good song, but not my favorite though. And now yeah. that you mentioned that it's a dog on the uh, on the front. Maybe this is like the dog, like going to the park. Yeah, and just I, hanging out. I, I never thought about that before, but I, I think there are definitely dog songs on here, and I don't know how much of it is dog related or or because because it's not really super specific. And if you look up the lyrics. It's you can't tell either, but but it, I'm fairly certain that there are dog related songs on here, like dedicated to his dog that passed away. 
Oh, okay. So his dog did pass away. I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You said that at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Don't quote me, well, but there's was... something related. Okay. I mean, that would make sense. Yeah. Um, because the next song, track number 12, which is my favorite song on the album. Wow. Uh, it's called Take Away the Pain. This one was like, gotta love my dog. Yep. Yep. Rock and roll. It's a catch. Don't it's catchy. A lot of money. More stripped back than the some of the other songs. Yep. Yeah, it's a. Uh, but yeah, now that you talk, now that you say that about his dog, it does seem like uh, this song probably is about that because he like talks about needing something to take away the pain. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like at one point it sounds like, and I don't know if this is like auxiliary percussion or like uh, the drummer like using one of those brushes to like sweep across the. Uh, Sweep across the snare drum, mm-hmm. but it sounds like someone's almost like sniffling or sniffing near okay. the end. I gotta go back and, and listen for that. Whenever the uh, saxophone is playing. Oh yeah, um, another another sax song. Yep, another really fast mm-hmm. uh, saxophone song. And now you know what? At the end of this song too, there is like a weird, there's like a weird uh, noise at the end, and it sounds like uh, it's like. So maybe it's like his dog or something. I mean, maybe I gotta go back and just listen to the end oh, of the song. That's at that's at the end of Park, I think. Oh, could be. I, I gotta go listen. Yeah. Park, Park. I agree with you about Park because that's I, I I do like that song. There's no no song in here that I dislike, um, but that is one of the songs that I usually when I get to that point in the album, I'm, I'm less paying attention. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the track number twelve, "Take Away the Pain," is my favorite song and. And then track number 13, the last track is called Five. And it's another song that's pretty quick, pretty fast. A good way to end the album. Kind of picks you up from the uh, from the slowness or the slower song, Take Away the Pain, and then ends it on kind of a fast high note. Yes. Good good way to, to end the album. Yeah, definitely. Um, overall, I like this band. Me too. They're just... It's kind of uh, like a, a ref- kind of like a refreshing listen compared to some mm-hmm. of the things I listen to. Yeah, it definitely is for me too. And um, it's just catchy and fun. Yeah, I definitely want to listen to their newer album too. You were showing me some of it, some one a couple songs from that. Yeah, it's a little I, I little them. less boisterous, if I can use that word as a descriptor, and it's just kind of like more chill. And uh, vibey, as the youth would say. <laughs> vibey, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude, it's a vibe. Less poppy. Definitely less poppy, that's for sure. More swaying, less two-stepping. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks for recommending that to me. I uh, I enjoyed it. I'm glad that uh, you liked it. Um, now, fun, I do have... Album. I do have another recommendation for you. Um, I don't know when we're going to get to that episode... Yes. <laughs> um, but it is Good AM by the late, great Mac Miller. Yes. And it's, I am very much looking forward to uh, listening, to the, listening to that. I think that was his last straight rap album for uh, before he passed away. Because after that, he started to get into... Well, even before that, he kind of started to venture out into some psychedelic stuff. And then he pulled it back into rap for this one. But we can go over that whenever you... Review it more, uh, more, more vibey stuff. Yeah. So this one was just like 
roots, I guess. Yep. And then I also have another album to recommend for you. Ah, Grasshopper. <laughs> it's a it's the album called You're Dead by oh. the band. You're Flying dead. Bones. You're dead. You're dead. Dead. You're <laughs> dead and out of this world. Um, no, by the band Flying Lotus. Oh, okay. So interesting. I, only, I know him as a producer. I've never actually checked out his own stuff, so it'll be interesting. Okay, cool. Yeah, so that'll be the uh, that'll be the next regular type episode. And I'm sure in between then we'll probably have some more one-offs or free-form free episodes too. Yeah, we'll have something here or there. Um, but we will continue Dry January for at least another couple weeks here. Um, how's your kombucha yeah. treating you? Uh, pretty good. Mine is delicious. Good. I got I to gotta swirl it the closer Ooh. I get to the bottom because that's where you get all the, like, the little floaties. Yep. Which the are sediment, as it were. It's it's all drinkable. It's You can drink it in, but I don't want to drink it in one gulp, so I'm going to try and swirl it about. Yeah, it's a... Man, kombucha is like a weird thing, right? It is. Because like the, this was, I think, like $5 mm-hmm. for a 16-ounce bottle. And it's, it's like, I don't know if I like it enough to like buy it all the time. Yeah, I, I get these like every, like once a month as like a nice little Sunday treat or something. Yeah. Um, if I need my probiotics, yogurt's a better choice. Or I think you can mm. get them other through other means. I'm sure you can, yeah. But kombucha's fine well, every once in a while. I mean, uh, for dry January, like this is a pretty fun, fun little drink to try, though. That's for sure. Oh, for sure. I agree. I like it. Um, dear listener, you'll have to tune in next week to see what our next mystery dry January bevy will be. <laughs> dry, dry January bevy. <laughs> oh yeah, it won't. Is that, is that, it won't is that a be. British thing? I don't bevy. know bevy. You want to have uh, a bevy? I don't know. That's a good you question. Want to have a bevy. I doubt it. Bevies. It's just a fun word. <laughs> it's just a funny word. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Uh, let's uh, say we yeah. uh, finish these and sign off. Sounds good. As we always say, on American Brews and Tins. Down the Blink 182 hatch. <laughs> All right. Ah. Hmm. <sighs> Oh, man, maybe we can do a uh, one-off on dogs eating dogs. Oh, yeah, that'd be fun. That'll be easy to do. Let's shoot for that for our next episode. Dear listener, you, lucky you. <laughs> lucky you, you get a sneak peek. Yeah. <laughs> sneak peek. I was just thinking um, about them since I down the Blink-182 hatched it. Yeah. Sounds okay, good. dear listener, that'll be That's our next episode. Uh, once again, my name is Stephen Johnston. And my name is Jesse Titus. And this has been episode 135 of American Brews and Tunes. Chica chica. Here's a theme song, you know it's not a mean song. It's a good song, just as it should song. American Brews and Tunes. Shibbity beep a